Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, and this is day 1988 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you and honor you and praise you. Thank you, Lord, for creating this brand new day just for us, allowing us to hear the beautiful birds you created to sing to us every single morning. I thank you, Lord, and I pray that we take nothing that you bless us with for granted. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. And I ask, my Lord, that you will speak to day, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is nope (laughs) or nope, not that one. (laughs) So uh, we're coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. 1 Samuel 16, 1 through 13. I don't know about you, but you may have in the past, I'll speak for myself, have looked at something and on the outside it looked just perfect and think that's the one, whatever it is. It could be a piece of fruit, anything. And then you get it uh, or a bag of potatoes and that looks just great. And you get home and there is one in there that's so bad that it ruins the whole batch. And God is telling us, teaching us something through all this. And that is don't look so much at the outside. He wants us to look at the heart of the person as we are going about making these choices. So we're coming out of, again, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. Let's go ahead and get started. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. So just a little backdrop, Saul was the king. And Saul was handsome and tall and matronly, or is that what it is for a man? Anyway, he he was manly and uh, he disobeyed God and he lost his throne because he lied to God. So um, Samuel is the prophet and Samuel... um, served uh, under the king, well, actually, you know, was a part of that kingdom, and uh, God used Samuel in so many ways, but he was, I guess, a little sad that uh, Saul was no longer king, and so verse 2 says, but Samuel said, how can I go if Saul hears about it? He will kill me. So Saul, being still the king, he uh was rejected by God, and and now God is going through the process of replacing him. And so Samuel's like, hey, he can kill me if I go out and anoint someone else. How can I go? Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to, to the sacrifice, and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. So now the process starts. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town 
trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Because, you know, as a prophet, a lot of times they're coming and declaring, hey, God said, get this done or that done or you are doomed. You know, something like that. Anyway, (laughs) they were really nervous. And Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. So they need to purify themselves to get ready for the sacrifice. Then uh, not to sacrifice uh, an animal before the Lord, not people. Okay. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel said, or Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that's something that stuck with me over the last 40 years of knowing the Lord to not look at the outside of a person to determine who they are or what God would have them to do. Verse 8 says, Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. I would imagine it's like a, a beauty contest. They're they're prancing back and forth. Okay, nope, not that one. All right, oh yeah, no, not that one. Jesse then had Shama pass by, but Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? So he had seven of them already pass by. There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Now you notice Jesse didn't even consider his youngest son. He only considered the ones that he thought outwardly uh, would be the king. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So that meant, you know what? We're not, We this is quick. Let's get busy. I, I'm standing up till you get him. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Rama. His job or mission was complete. Isn't it nice when you know you've completed your assignment and you can move on to the next? Oh man, the one that they, the father even, Jesse didn't even expect his youngest son could even be considered for king. Point number one, before before looking for houses after living in apartments and renting houses many years, I had a vision of what I wanted my house to look like. High ceilings, hardwood floors, lots of bedrooms so that each of our three children had their own room and we even 
and and we even had a room for guests. The kitchen would be beautiful and spacious. Then it happened. Well, okay, not quite like I thought. <laughs> a friend of a friend told my nephew about a duplex. An older woman <clears throat> who was selling uh, the duplex for cheap and that it needed a little work. Well, that was right up our alley since my husband was in the business of rehabbing houses. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see it. Once we got there, I walked in the door. It had high ceilings, wooden floors. It even had these beautiful wood wood pocket doors. But it was a dump. <laughs> it needed lots of work and God blessed us to get the financing to fix it up and do the work on most of it ourselves. And the other thing, once the the building, we did a quick claim deed uh, with uh, the lady. And once it got changed into our name, the city was on us. They had already been on her. We didn't know that because the house was in such, the duplex was in such disrepair. So someone had reported her and, and they were finding her and they gave us just so much time to get it together. So we had to start on the outside or different places that, you know, um, the city had cited them for. We had to start on that first. It was not always easy <clears throat> because my husband literally treated us, me and our kids, like we were paid laborers. <laughs> we almost got a divorce during the process. Well, kind of. <laughs> it was hard, but it ended up being an extremely beautiful place. And I mean, we were able to, to design it the way we wanted. The floors were restored, everything. Oh my gosh. I even had one giant bedroom just for my clothes and shoes. It was like my own little closet. It was, the rooms were just so spacious. Yeah, God did that. Point number two, things are not always what you think or what you envision. <clears throat> Samuel just knew that the next king <clears throat> would probably be tall and handsome, just like the previous king Saul. But God said, nope, that's not the one. <laughs> just as God told Samuel, Samuel, man looks at the outside of a person, but God looks at the heart. What do you have your mind set on that's not happening the way you thought it would? You need to get beyond yourself so that you can can hear and obey God, just as Samuel did. Otherwise, you will miss out on your blessing. It may not come in the way you think. The package may not be red as you wanted. It might be yellow. Uh, you know, the house is like for us. Oh man, it 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 needed work, but God will give you. Uh, the ability to get it done. That job that you had been wanting and, and that position, it may be the same job or same uh, uh, organization, but d a different position. And you might go, well, huh, I don't really want to do that. I, I really thought I should be higher or in a higher position or make more money. And God is saying, I want you to start here for a reason. So truly hear what God is saying. You know, 
what we're trying to rehome our dogs. It's really hard. We've got two dogs, a poodle and a boxer. If you're interested, uh, we would love for them to uh, be in a, um, a with a new family uh, right now due to um, health challenges right now. My husband's doing fine, but we just are gone a lot. And uh, we just want them to be where they can have more uh, attention with a family that has more time for them. They are seven years old and, and they've been together for seven years. We've had them for three. We rescued them. Uh, they were rescue dogs. We got them from Texas and they're just the most peaceful dogs ever. So while re trying to rehome them, putting it, I've got people putting it on Facebook and all over on social media. There have been many people who have said they wanted them, but for whatever reason, they did not follow through. One lady said, I'll take them both and nothing crickets. And I know she probably meant well. And then someone else, I'll take the boxer. Like, okay, we're trying to keep them together, but we will split them up if needed. Uh, if it means they're going to be in a good home, we're going to do what we've got to do. God said no on some of these. They're not the one, even though they're saying they're interested and then they don't follow through. You know, they have good intentions, I'm sure. But God is saying, don't get discouraged. That's not the one. Just wait peacefully and I will show you the one who is going to take good care of Dino and Blaze. I know for me, uh, the other situation I was thinking about is when, when God chose or said, I've got this girl or this woman that's plain and just a plain old regular person. She's not a theologian. Uh, she doesn't have her own church <laughs> uh, uh, that she pastors. But I'm going to use her in an unconventional way. I'm going to use her uh, to bring forth a podcast every single morning to reach thousands of people people that she may not even know or ever meet. And my friends, that person was me five years ago when God gave me the ministry of this podcast. <laughs> and I was the last person that I could ever imagine that God would consider to do this. But I know it's God because he gives me a new message just for you every single day. And I know good and well is not from me. <laughs> he gives me a fresh revelation, a fresh insight every day. And I am so grateful. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I get off track sometimes, <laughs> just like anybody else. And I have to ask God to forgive me and to help me to stay on track once I get on track to stay there. And I'm so grateful that God uses regular old ordinary people just like me and you. So what is it that God is calling you to do that you feel like, no, I'm not good enough, Lord. How can I do this? And I don't have that. I don't have this. No, God is saying, don't worry or pay attention or focus on what you don't have. Look at what you do have. See, that's where we miss the mark. Focus on what God is giving you and begin and, and just start, just like um, Samuel did. He started. He, uh, 
he started on the journey and uh, knowing that he didn't know who he was going to choose, but God knew and God is choosing you to do the work he's called you to do. And he will give you exactly what to do and what to say and how to do it. So trust him. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, uh, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life and workforce skills and how to start their own businesses and problem solving (laughs) along with, you know, being aware of human trafficking. What does that look like and how to protect themselves and DIY programs, uh, teaching them how to do small household repairs. Uh, We are very grateful and appreciative to each and every one of you. Thank you for all of your support. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.